our our last uh, last Sunday morning of 2018, and uh, all the kiddos are here, so I won't. Uh, I'll try not to be too long, uh, so they don't get too fussy. But if you have your Bible with you, or your device, or whatever it is that you read the Word from, I'm going to be reading from John chapter 10 this morning, and I'm going to be reading verses 14 through 16. Will be our text. John chapter 10, verses 14 through 16, uh, Jesus is speaking, and he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me, just as my Father knows me, and I know the Father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep, too, that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. A lot of times when Jesus uh, speaks about being the shepherd, that's where we focus our attention and we talk about the fact that he is the good shepherd. But this morning for a few minutes, I want to talk about the flock. And I'll be talking about us collectively because we are the flock and my own flock because, you know, God God teaches me things um, in ways that I just I would have never thought. He's taught me so much through my children just through life experiences in general. And I am a a real shepherd. I mean, I've got sheep in my yard, really. <laughs> so uh, November 1st, 2017, I received a phone call from a friend of mine. And uh, this friend of mine has a ranch. And he raises cattle and horses and trains dogs. And uh, um, he has sheep. I mean, just like hundreds of sheep out there. And sometimes whenever... Uh, a ewe will have a lamb. For whatever reason, they'll reject it. And it's called an orphan lamb. And uh, if they, someone doesn't take the lamb and bottle feed it and, and nurse it back to health, it'll, there's no hope for it. And so he calls and says, Hey, Darren, I've got an orphan lamb, and uh, I don't have time to deal with this. Would you like it? And I thought, Sure. Why not? You know, we've kept the kids alive for this long. We can We can handle lambs, I guess. So... I drove out and I picked up this little lamb, and I'm, I'm not a farm type person. I've never been around a lot of. I'm from the country, but we didn't have animals. We we shopped at at Piggly Wiggly and stuff. You know, it, that's what we did. So I pick up this little lamb, and it's the cutest thing in the world. I mean, these little spindly legs, and it just weighs absolutely nothing. So we take it home, and we bottle feed this thing, and the kids fall in love with it. And over the course of the next month, the phone calls keep called. They just keep coming from my, my friend. So, sure, let's go get another one and another one. And we ran out of pet taxis in the house, and they started getting a little bigger. So I built a pen in the backyard. Uh, Burgess came over with his, with his auger. We punched some holes in the ground, and I put a little 20 by 20 pen out there, and there was a shed in it, and that was perfect for a while. We would get up at 4 a.m. and go bottle feed those lambs. Uh, it was an experience, something that we, something that uh, that I'll always cherish. Well, they grew up, and after a while, the shed and uh, that they were in just it became a mess, and they outgrew their pen. So I put up an electric fence around a portion of our yard, so they had grass seed, and I would go out and water them, make sure they had water. And uh, it was interesting to watch these lambs learn about what an electric fence was. <laughs> I learned myself when I was installing it. Uh, 
believe me, it was uh, it wasn't intentional. I tried very carefully, but it just a little slip, and I found out. The, Didn't help that I was right by the grounded ride. That was I got the full effect of it. But they quickly learned. They quickly learned. They would get up to it, zap, boy, they would run. Zap on this side, it was like it was like lamb ping pong in there. But they learned. They learned that there was a boundary that had been set up. And I did this for several reasons. I did it for their benefit, obviously. I did it to, to protect them, predators. I did it so they would know exactly how far they could go and they wouldn't wander off into the, into the woods in some place dangerous. And God, being a good shepherd, has clearly set up boundaries for his flock as well. The fence I put up stopped these lambs from, from going further than they should, from going someplace they shouldn't, putting themselves in danger. We have boundaries that God gives us in his word. Uh, you know, a good start is worship God only. Don't make idols. Remember the Sabbath. Honor your mother and father. Um, don't take God's name in vain. Those ten right there. Don't steal. Don't lie. Don't covet. Don't commit adultery. Don't, those, that's a good start. Those are good boundaries for us. God's word is clear on how we're to live our lives. We've got to set these boundaries for our benefit. We don't want to go beyond that. So these lambs continue to grow, and uh, soon, just like their small pen they were in, they outgrew that big area. I'm looking out there, and they have eaten absolutely everything. It's bare earth. And over by the side of our house, we have a pond, and we have this big field of this lush grass, and I thought, that's where they need to be. That's where those lambs need to be. So I worked, and I, I set the fence up on the other side, and I moved the lambs over there, and I thought, here I've provided for them. I provided this pond, an endless supply of water, all this lush green grass. I've got this fence up to protect them. It's going to be great. I plugged the electric fence in, and I went to bed. I worked hard that day. The next morning, I get up, and the kids come in. Dad, the sheep are out. Are you kidding me? So I go outside, and I was just bewildered because... Over here where the pond was, the water and the fresh grass and plenty, plenty of room for them to roam around, the electric fence, they had risked injury, gotten through that fence and gone back to their little pen into that nasty, muddy shed that they had been living in. And I stood there and I thought, what are you doing? Here I provided this for you? I worked hard to... Oh, wait a minute. I can't be too mad at them because I've done the same thing. And I think we all have. At some point, you know, God's provided everything He needs for us that we need. Sometimes we risk injury, expose ourselves to predators, whatever, to get back to that dirty place that we were. Learned a lot by these sheep. I think that learned patience with them that I didn't pray for. But these little life lessons along the way that I'm picking up, God has just shown me so much with them. I was just amazed by the 
their conduct. But like I said, I can't be too upset with them because there's been times in my life when I found myself or my loved ones in the same boat. Jesus said that the enemy has come to kill, to steal, and destroy, but he has come so we could have life and life more abundantly. Hey, that other pasture was abundant. That was the abundant life right there. All they had to do was stay there and enjoy it. You know, Romans says that the wages of sin is death. Do you understand that you have to work? You get paid a wage. If someone goes to hell, they've had to work to get there. That's their payment. Those, those lambs had to work hard to get through that electric fence to get back to what they wanted, to where they were comfortable. We have to be careful when we get comfortable. David wrote about this abundant life hundreds of years before Jesus spoke of it. We all know this. Listen, Psalm 23. Think about the sheep and the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He, has, he leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Folks, what what more could you want? Listen to everything that he's provided. Peace, calm, guidance, comfort, protection, anointing, blessings that you can't even contain. And all these things are available through a relationship with Jesus Christ. But, so many times, folks choose to walk away from that and go to back where they're comfortable to their dirty old shed. We've got to stay with Jesus. You've got to stay in the area of blessing. We've had our sheep uh, for 14 months now, and we have eight. And it's true uh, that they know you, and you know the sheep. We've named them, and we know them individually. Now, the names came from the kids. Uh, I wanted to call them Lamb Chop and and things like that, and I soon learned that that wasn't going to happen. Now, if I'm working outside, and they hear me, it's they run over to where their little bucket is that I dumped the sweet feet in. And it's meh, meh, constantly. They're almost like the kids. Not as bad, but almost. They hear me. They come running because they know my voice. They know who I am. If I'm inside their area, inside their fence working, they'll come up to me and just crowd around me. I guess they expect I'm going to feed them or something. I don't know. But I know these sheep. And I know that Logan, he's going to nibble on my shirt tail the whole time I'm standing there. I know that Sean, Sean the sheep, yeah, little black-headed dorper, he's going to stand in front of me with his head like this until I reach over and I scratch him behind his ears, and then he'll leave. And I know that if I turn my back on Bon Jovi too long... I'm going to be picking myself up off the ground because <laughs> he's going to get me. But I know them. And it's funny how they're each so different. But I know them. I told you I'll be short, and I, I want to close with this this morning. Um, 
We're either sheep or we're goats. You have a choice in this life. You can either choose to be a sheep or you can choose to be a goat. There's coming a day when Jesus is going to separate his sheep from his goats. And on that day, the goats will be on the left side, the sheep will be on the right. And a lot of the goats are going to say, well, wait, wait, Jesus, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? And didn't we cast out demons in your name? And didn't we do these things? And Jesus is going to say, sure did. Sure did. But I never knew you. Notice Jesus says, I never knew you. Folks, it's not just enough to have the knowledge. It's the application of the knowledge. Because I know people that can quote Scripture. I know a man who has a a photographic memory and can quote you anything from the Bible. And I fear for him if he were to drop dead right now. I honestly do. He knows. He has the knowledge, but he hasn't applied it to his life. There's going to be this separation And Jesus will say, I never knew you. How do you make sure that he knows you? Accept him as your Savior. Accept his free gift of salvation. Repent of your sins. And he'll know you. That's what you want. You want for him to know you. Real simple this morning. We're starting a new year. And... uh, I hope we have any prayer cards. Sister Frankie, could you bring those up, please?